while we all try to find different ways to talk about the game on Sunday, it might be just as important to focus on the obvious. That's the focus of today's TDN Daily. And welcome into the Monday edition of the TDN Daily Podcast. Chris Schubert here back with you once again. Hope everybody had a great weekend. Hope everybody is ready for the preview week, the Super Bowl, just a couple days away, the last game of the 2022-23 NFL season. Then we get into the offseason shenanigans, which are already starting behind the scenes. Got a fun one for you here today as we finally switch gears into previewing the game on Sunday. I think it's important to discuss how we try to maybe find new and different ways to preview the game, but for this Super Bowl in particular, it might be important just to focus on the obvious, to focus on some of the big things that everyone has been talking about over the last couple of weeks. So we will get into that in just a second, but before we do, got to tell you about our friends over at BetOnline who remain your number one source for all of your sports betting this season, and at BetOnline, you're always going to find the latest odds, team matchup info, player news, and game trends. With live betting options, free contests, and live scores for almost any sport or game imaginable, BetOnline is Truly the fast and easiest way to bet on all your favorite leagues and events. Just head on over to the website today or use your mobile device to join and receive your 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Just make sure to use our promo code BELIEVE, that's B-L-E-A-V, to receive your rewards. Bet online, where the game starts. Back from the Senior Bowl down in Mobile, and over the course of those conversations and the course of those interactions that you have down there with different people, the the Super Bowl obviously comes up, and you obviously talk about the game. and And in general, it has been a two week uh, preview of this game. And I'm sure most of you out there listening to the show are like me that after a while, it can get ki- kind of samey, right? Things can start to sound the same. There's only so many ways to really preview and break down and get everybody ready for the game on Sunday, right? Before you run out of things that are different to talk about. And so because of that, people try to do different and unique things, and people try to cover it from all these different angles. But to me, I think this Super Bowl in particular, this is at least just my takeaway from it, the way that I'm approaching this game, I think some of the bigger takeaways and the bigger storylines are the ones that should be getting all the attention, and we should get two weeks of attention on them. And I'll just share a couple of them with you here today. And the main one being the Philadelphia Eagles were the class of the NFC all year long. They were the team to beat all year long in the NFC. Their offensive firepower with Jalen Hurts and A.J. Brown and Devonta Smith and Miles Sanders, what they were doing to teams on defense— we talked about potentially their soft schedule coming back to, to to get them in the playoffs, but they've had a pretty easy run to the Super Bowl with their two playoff matchups. But overall, the Philadelphia Eagles, from start to finish, were the class of the NFC. They're here in the Super Bowl. So it's important to talk about how they have been the class of the NFC. They have been the best team. They have been the team to beat. They have been the team that everyone has been circling. Other than the couple of games that Jalen Hurts missed, they have been the team that everyone has been eyeing down. And so that's important to discuss. That's important for us to focus on. That the team representing the NFC in the Super Bowl is the team that I think everybody thought after about five, six, seven weeks thought we were going to represent the NFC in the Super Bowl. That's a big deal. It's very difficult to go wire to wire like that. The the playoffs are a crapshoot. One and done. That team could have very easily slipped at any point, especially entering into the postseason with a quarterback who was banged up. But they've continued to do what they do best. They have a coaching staff and a head coach that seems to absolutely know how to push the right buttons and absolutely knows how to get the most of his players. And yeah, we should we should honor that. We should we should hoist that up. We should respect that. We should be like, man, this team 
as doing something that not a lot of teams do, and that's go start to finish and go wire to wire. I know for me, I picked the San Francisco 49ers before the playoffs started. I thought they were going to be able to dethrone the Philadelphia Eagles because of that soft schedule, but the Eagles have gone out there and they have proven no. We are for real, and here we are just four quarters away from, from being Super Bowl champs. And on the other side of the thing for the Chiefs, it's about number 15. It's about Patrick Mahomes continuing to be the unicorn. It's about Patrick Mahomes continuing to do things that mystify us. It's about Patrick Mahomes being doubted in a game uh, against Joe Burrow in which he had a high ankle sprain and Patrick Mahomes continues to be Patrick Mahomes and even with that bad ankle sprain, even with limited mobility, finds a way to get his team into the right position and make one play on the, on that bad ankle, on that bad leg to be able to put his team in position to kick a field goal to be able to go to the Super Bowl. So on one side, it's the Eagles doing what they've done all season. And on the Chiefs side of things, it's the fact that Patrick Mahomes continues to be Patrick Mahomes. That's it. That's what this Super Bowl is about. The Eagles doing what they've been doing all season, and Patrick Mahomes basically doing everything that he's been doing since he's gotten to the league, continuing to mystify us, continuing to add new things to his ledger. Because I don't think anybody going into the AFC Championship game thought he was going to be at 100%. And I don't think anybody going into the AFC Championship game thought that eh, maybe 65 75%, eh, the Bengals got a pretty good chance. The Bengals have owned Patrick Mahomes of the Kansas City Chiefs. Burrowhead, remember all that noise. Guess what? We should talk about how Patrick Mahomes found a way and that he continues to find a way and that he continues to bring this team to the mix. You know what else should we we should continue to talk about? We should continue to talk about how this is the Andy Reid Bowl. The team that he was a longtime coach for for a long time, went to one Super Bowl with that team, didn't get the job done. They didn't find a way to win that Super Bowl, but went there with the team that he's currently, what, this is his third Super Bowl? With the Kansas City Chiefs? Trying to win a second? Yeah, that's a storyline. It's not the Andy Reid revenge game. But yes, for the biggest game of the NFL season, we should talk about the fact that the head coach of of one of the teams coached the other team and went to the Super Bowl with that team. He was the head coach of the Eagles from 1999 to 2012. Then he left there and was been the coach of the Kansas City Chiefs. It's the last two teams he's been a coach for. It's the only two teams he's been a head coach for. You know what? Yes, that's a big deal. We should talk about it. Andy Reid gets a lot of criticism sometimes. And I think winning that Super Bowl certainly helped him. But he gets some criticism. He shouldn't. He's a very, very prestigious, very high-quality head coach. And yes, we should also talk about how that this is the Kelsey Bowl. You got Travis Kelsey. You got Jason Kelsey. These are the storylines that not only I think football fans like, but casual fans of, of, of football who are going to be checking in, who are going to be going to Super Bowl parties, who are going to be hanging out with friends. These are storylines they like to see because it's, because it's human. It's human emotion. Parents, family members needing to decide who they're going to root for. You're going to see the camera shots of the split jerseys, of the half Eagles, half Chiefs jerseys with Kelsey on the back. You're going to see that because that's just a fantastic story. So let's not lose sight of, I think, the important things here for this game on Sunday. We'll continue to preview the game throughout the week, but I thought it would be very important here at the top, off the jump here of the week, to talk about the fact that there are some pretty big storylines that I think are very obvious, that I think are the right things to be talking about this week. When you talk about these two teams and you talk about their journeys here to Phoenix, my backyard, uh, where I'm recording this podcast, and... Those are the things that we should be focusing on because I'm sure between now and Sunday, we are going to get 
inundated with content, inundated with coverage, inundated with breakdowns and analysis of who's going to win. I saw a story this morning that the Madden Sim predicts the Eagles to win the Super Bowl. I mean, you've got it all. You've got all of this stuff already ready to go. And so we are going to see how the week plays out. I will, I will, I will tease it this way. I'm not going to give you my prediction here on the show on Monday. I will give you my prediction on Friday when we do our final, depending on what the NFL media cycle uh, wants to give us here uh, throughout the remainder of the week. But I do promise you that at least at some point, I will give you my prediction on Friday, whether that's part of a full preview show or whether it's mixed in with everything else that is happening uh, throughout the week. Now, we talk about the Super Bowl here for a little bit at the start of the show. I do want to touch on a couple of the uh, big storylines, I think, in the NFL that are worth discussing here uh, that happened over the weekend. I think the the big thing is... Um, Ejiro Evero becoming the new Panthers DC. That's probably the biggest storyline here of the coaching cycle right now. I mean, we do still have one coaching uh, opening left. Uh, two, excuse me. We have the, the Indianapolis Colts and the Arizona Cardinals. The Arizona Cardinals are already starting to tell uh, prospective candidates that they are out. I think it's down to a handful. I think it's like three uh, guys that are left. I think it's Brian Flores, Mike Kafka, and Lou Anarumo. Uh, so you have uh, Brian Flores, former Dolphins head coach, Steelers defensive coach this season, uh, Mike Kafka, the Giants offensive coordinator, and Lou Anarumo, the Bengals DC, are the three candidates there. Um, with the Colts, they're, I think, I, I don't know, is round three starting this week? Is round three of the coaching uh, interview starting this week for the Indianapolis Colts? That one might take a little bit. Don't know how many rounds they're going to go there. So while we wait for those, some other teams are lining up their coordinator uh, roles. Uh, Sean Payton, when he became the Denver Bronco head coach, agreed to let um, Evero out of his contract so that he could pursue other opportunities. And that opportunity is going to be joining Frank Reich in Carolina. And Frank continues to put together a fantastic coaching staff. We know he's going to bring that offensive uh, wisdom, being an OC for a couple seasons, being a head coach in Indianapolis. They do need to figure out their quarterback uh situation there, who they're going to go with there. Are they going to go with a veteran? Are they going to continue to go down that path? Or are they going to explore drafting a quarterback in the first round of the 2023 NFL draft? And so what does Frank Reich do? He goes out and gets probably the one of the best defensive coordinators in football and especially uh, the best defensive coordinator available in free agency, coaching free agency at least, and bring him into the fold there uh, in Carolina. So I think it's a great hire. It's a great spot for Evero. Um, that's a team that's probably going to be on the rise. It's a team that has an opportunity to win that division in the Carolina Panthers. And so uh, I think it's unfortunate that Evero is going to have to had to leave Denver with Sean Payton coming to tow. But I think he landed pretty well here, landed on his feet pretty strongly working with uh, Frank Reich in Carolina. And they have a pretty solid coaching staff. You know, Frank is going to obviously be the head coach, CEO type, but also have his hand uh, in the offensive side of things. And he's got a pretty, pretty good uh, defensive coordinator defensive coordinator to run that side of the ball and so that's the stuff we're going to be keeping an eye on here throughout the week there's the always the chance of a Derek Carr trade I don't think there's a chance of an Aaron Rodgers trade here uh, over the next couple days I think Derek Carr is probably the next uh, shoe to drop whether he gets cut or traded here nine days left on Derek Carr watch February 15th is coming around pretty pretty quickly so will that happen this week or will the, the clock run out on the Raiders and Carr and he will just get cut and then his free agency can immediately begin these are all the things that we are going to be keeping an eye on. I uh, hope everybody had a great weekend. Hope everybody enjoyed all the Senior Bowl content that we had over at the Draft Network. Uh, a travel day today, getting back into the swing of things. So we'll be back in full, full swing here on the show tomorrow. But wanted to give my overall preview thoughts here uh, as we get into the week uh, of the Super Bowl uh, and get ready for the game on Sunday. Uh, thanks to you for making this show a part of your day, rating, reviewing, subscribing, following along with us all throughout uh, the season, into the offseason, and everything that comes with uh, the NFL news cycle. Thanks as always to Ben Online for the 
their continued support of the podcast. I hope everybody makes it a great rest of their Monday. I will talk to you all tomorrow.